Welcome back to Nice to Have a Friend. I'm Lauren. And I'm Allison. And we have a little bit of a different episode for you guys today. <laughs> and I am getting deja vu as Olivia Rodrigo popularly sings oh, no. about because we have actually recorded this episode twice now. Well, I mean, this is the second time. This is number and two. <laughs> last time, something happened, some kind of hashlinging slasher like broke into my computer and literally made my audio sound really unusable like you literally couldn't understand yeah, me we recorded this what last saturday i want to yeah. say and i i usually will look at the episode sunday night or monday in the morning and i opened lord's wave file and she sounded like the terminator so like on monday afternoon or yeah, something it's almost like something in her microphone the compression was just weird and so oh yeah i didn't look until monday so we recorded it sunday because yes. i the last two weeks have forgotten that we have a podcast and that i have to edit it and so i was pulling it up and i texted her and i knew lauren was going to be upset but i had her double check and for some reason her recording was weird which it's fine it was due time for you to do something like not you didn't even do anything but it was due time because i For actually deleted my audio up. yeah i've deleted my audio before so it's just it's, exactly we just we felt bad for not having something, but it was kind of a also a relieving moment for me because I didn't want to have yeah. to edit it. It's bad. I love the podcast. That's not what I mean. But it was like I'd just done an eight-hour day and yeah. came home, and I didn't want to edit this for two hours anymore. So, so all that to say, it was way too late by the time we found out the audio was messed up to even think about record, re-recording. There was just absolutely no way. And if you had heard last week's episode, you would know we are currently... I mean, I don't want to use the word spiraling, but we are both <laughs> not thriving in our current yeah, season Lauren of came, life. So every time we record, I come to Lauren's uh, house and she comes and gets me because, you know, I don't have a key to get in here. And walking up the steps, I said, Lauren, I'm just very emotionally and mentally fried and I don't have a specific reason. It's just been deteriorating over the last three weeks. Yeah, we're not trying to complain because obviously, like, we are doing great, you know, all things considered, but... Yeah, thriving is not a word I would use for either yeah. of us right now. And I think we were we were upset that last week's episode got deleted because Lauren it was and I just, such a good conversation. It was really just we had an episode planned, and I walked in and was like, Lauren, I can't do this today. Can we just yeah. be honest and just talk about like what's going on in our lives? Not that we're not honest because we, we are. are, but Lauren and I like to prepare what we're doing because we like to. We're professional, united, like, cohesive, I'm not front. exactly type A, but, like, I can, you know, morph into that yeah. when I'm working on a project You want like something this. to be a good yeah. product. Yeah, so we put, put forth this good standalone episode each week who someone brand new could come find it and not be like, wait, why are they giving me all this personal information? Like, yeah. I don't want to know they're spiraling right now. I just want to yeah. hear about roommate horror stories or something. <laughs> but then the genesis of this podcast, on the other hand, yeah. is being candid with friends about life and last week Lauren and I were both like we're, we're over it we're frustrated yeah. and we want to be upfront and transparent about the fact that we do not have it all together I don't think any of you would think that but just so you know even when yeah. it comes to doing a hobby fun thing like a podcast there are some weeks where you, or just going to see your friends sometimes you just need to like vent or yes. just talk about things we do that and- to each other all <laughs> the time about everything so it, it does feel nice to like bring you guys into that aspect of our friendship because I feel like we constantly vent to each other and just say like I'm really frustrated by blah 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 blah. Yeah. so so we thought we would try to just do the same idea and talk about busy seasons of life but yeah. also just catch up 
on life with you guys. Um, and I, I'm trying to remember some of the things we talked about so that we can remember them. Because, we shared a few things yeah. <laughs> kind of like broadly on Instagram. One of them we can just go ahead and talk about was oh, Allison's <laughs> viral TikTok. And I'm saying viral. I'm completely joking because we know 60,000 <laughs> views. Is that what it's at it's right now? It's like 60,000, 60.5. Okay. We know that yeah. is not viral, <laughs> um, especially in TikTok terms. Uh-huh. But I mean, Allison's other videos were like a thousand views, two hundred, five hundred. I think it's like my followers, which were my twelve friends. Um, but so I, then all of a sudden we posted this, like the TikTok that she yeah. that we put on Instagram. She posted it on TikTok, blew up, yeah, and you got a taste of fame. Yes, yeah, so you can go watch it if you want on our Instagram. But basically, it was just me making a joke about when people ask me about working at Disney. It's really, really hard to just like answer it basically. Yeah. Like I want to give so many fun. details, and that was basically what it was. And so I had all these people. I worked in Dinoland at Disney's Animal Kingdom on my college program, um, which we have an episode on if you're new here and want to hear all about it. Yeah. But I was talking about that area of the park because it honestly is kind of dingy and kind of run down and kind of goofy. It's a rundown carnival. But you love it. You kind of love it if you work there. And so I had all these people commenting and they were like, this is a terrible part of the park and this the theming here is terrible. Look at Disney just making something bad. And I was like, are these people haters I, about I Dinoland? I love it. Some people were like, oh, I love Dinoland. I yeah. miss it or something. And yeah. I thought they meant like it went away but maybe they just meant they hadn't been there in probably a long time. but it's funny just because TikTok i the comments. the comments were just none of them were like directed towards me i did not care it was funny no, because yeah. disney people are so opinionated and so it was just kind of funny to read through them and because i just i love disney and i have my own opinions about it but i don't take it so seriously to be like they're failing everything's terrible yeah. so it was a it was a fun time and i honestly just made that while i was sitting eating dinner by myself one night and I was like this seems funny and I thought maybe like my few friends would think it was funny and maybe some Disney randos would find it but it's like you know you put stuff on the internet to be found like we do this podcast hoping people like align with the message or like hanging out with us and feel like they get friendship or wisdom but like I don't think of myself as being someone that people would be like oh that's funny and like it and blow something up so even though it was very small in the grand scheme of tiktok to me it was like a big deal a big (laughs) opening like a reawakening yeah Yeah. and speaking of like the tiktok real space um one good thing that came out of last week Mm -hmm. is oh yeah before we even knew that our audio was messed up my audio was messed up we filmed this reel that we literally i think the best reels and tiktoks are born out of like only a 30 second like thought behind them yeah, you're like you know oh this I mean? would be funny and then and you then... do it and you look crazy you whatever yeah. the concept is goes crazy and then it blows up and the ones that you spend like 15 minutes <laughs> crafting like don't do well at all oh yeah so we made this little reel and it has almost 9000 views and we gained Nine? like yeah, Since it has 8,000, like Dang. 600. Yeah. Um, and we gained like 16 or 17 new followers, I know. which I it's, have never gained many followers no, from a reel. That is in, an insane. That has yeah. to be where they're coming from. Nobody is following this because I of TikTok. I have looked around and like tried to see if anybody shared our podcast and just didn't tag us or something. And I swear it's the reel. It's I crazy. Feel like maybe someone had to. I don't know. Or I, I guess they know. did just follow us. I don't know. But that's awesome. So if you came and you're listening because of that, we're excited to have you here. Um, yeah, we are normally doing way better than we're <laughs> doing in this episode. <laughs> 
we normally have our lives buried together but not today yeah this is maybe maybe it's a good starter one maybe the candid nature of this is a good starter episode i don't know yeah no that is funny but uh so you know me that's how i'm being an influencer i had a friend so he always like share tiktoks with each other but he's been really busy so he hasn't been on there a lot because you can dm people tiktoks and i sent this to him and i said okay listen i know you're really busy but like something happened and i just sent him the screenshot of it and he thought that was so funny he said you're an influencer now and i was like am i and i said well i'll send you the hello fresh subscription whenever i get one i thought that was so funny it was oh my the first thing i could think of but i am not an influencer but we have a new nano influencer in the house miss yes. lauren Provins. i was about to call you lauren gilbert that's not your name i thought you anymore. were gonna say lauren grace no. i don't know why. sorry i gave your like full legal name but it's <laughs> lauren Provins over here she now has a thousand followers on her yes. blog instagram which yeah. i think is really cool that is really exciting i did a giveaway when i, I was literally hovering at like 985 990 Mm -hmm. for so long it was like I would gain three followers in a day but then I would like lose two and then it just kept Mm -hmm. happening like that and finally I was like I'm gonna do a giveaway like those always help with just a little bit I have talked about this before but I'm not a huge fan of the loop giveaways that everyone does which is where you like put a bunch of other people that you have to follow to enter the giveaway for something super small like a $50 Target gift card or something um which those are great I just have to do them in moderation like one or two a year almost is like my max so I did this giveaway by myself that helps put me over to like the 1000 mark and then I actually got invited by AR workshop to come do like a date night um, video and like share everything about it. And I got like 25 followers from that because all of the AR workshops like across the country followed me. Like not all of them because there's literally a hundred, but like some of them followed me. Yeah. From that. So that really helped. And then also this is something we talked about for a big chunk of time in last week's episode, Mm because it kind of like encapsulated this whole season that I'm going through. But I got reached out to by Hyatt Place, um, downtown Knoxville Hyatt Place. Mm -hmm. And they were like, oh, can you come in and do a photo shoot for us? And I was like, yeah. And I didn't even know what the like gift was or why they wanted me to do it or like what I was going to get out of it. So then they reached out to me and they're like, hey, can you actually come tomorrow? And I was like, they're on a Tuesday from like 10 to 1.30. And there was no way I could get off work in that little amount mm-hmm. of time. And I'm just sitting at my desk. And I saw the email come in over lunch. And then I am just, I lose it, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. I just start crying at my desk because it's just like I want to be an influencer and a blogger and a podcaster and a travel blogger mm-hmm. so badly. Like, I can just feel it so badly that I am meant to do that. And I'm sitting here at my like eight to five job, which I'm very grateful to have, very lucky to have it. And this opportunity comes in and I can't take it because I have this eight to five job that I need for stability and for... It's like you want to do this thing that you're passionate about, but you have to do the thing that is the stable... Keeps me fed. ...reasonable thing. (laughs) Yes. So that, it was just like, that is a feeling that I struggle with constantly over the past few months since I've had this job. And it just all came like crashing down on me while I was at work. I called Preston and I'm like talking so quietly because I don't want anybody to hear me. Luckily, I have an <laughs> office. So I shut my door and I that must just be nice. lose it. Yeah, <laughs> which I just got an office and I won't have an office at our next place. It's like not oh. normal that I would have one, but just because <laughs> of our situation like I do. 
Um, <laughs> and I'm calling Preston, and I'm like, I'm so sad because I can't do this. Like, I'm talking really, and she really sent me quietly. a Snapchat of her teary eyes, which is like I not was normal. Crying for like and 20 so minutes. I was at dinner with a friend, and I was trying to be like, you can do it. Hang in there. Yeah. It'll be okay. But everything turned around. <laughs> Allison sent me that, and like 30 minutes before she had sent me that. And I hadn't had time to, like, update. I sent it to you and then my friend Kelsey and my friend Skylar. Because <laughs> um, I was just like, they need to know how I'm struggling right now. So, like, 30 minutes before Allison texted me that, they actually, I said, can I, like, is there another day that I can come? And they were like, oh, yeah, Wednesday is great. And I actually left out a big part of this. It was for an exchange of a free night stay at a hotel. Yeah. And a $50, like, voucher to their like restaurant so that was what made it so hard because that's for like me. is that the first opportunity that you have gotten yes. to do something that would be anywhere near travel, travel like even though it's review, literally kind of. eight minutes from my house mm-hmm. it's a chain hotel and I've never ever gotten offered mm-hmm. anything to do with traveling so that was like the dream first little like it's like it's engagement a little thing, but it's such a big deal because yes, it's something you've worked for for a really right. long time. Right. And I don't have, you know, HelloFresh or Tula or like all these things ever giving me any second glance because I have literally a thousand followers. So yeah, that was like why it was so hard. But they said they needed me on Wednesday. I went and did it. I was able to get off work. Everything worked out perfectly, like made a lot of good contacts. So it was super nice. Do you have any idea how they found out about you? Because it's not something you reached out for, right? No, I did not reach out. I wasn't even following them or anything. But I think what happened was they probably looked up like the hashtag Knoxville blogger or like Knoxville influencer or something. And I used that like on all my posts. Okay. Yeah, because I think I've also worked with like Banana Republic Mm -hmm. outlet before and that was when I only had like literally 300 or 400 followers it was crazy wow I feel like that was not long ago was that fall of junior year or fall of senior year before we got married for sure okay because that's I mean I guess it's taken me a long time it's two that was probably two years ago and to me that feels like yesterday but I feel like you that's such a growth like 700 followers is such a growth but also it's like it's over two years me, that you have really done yeah like the grassroots movement of the of the blogging work I have a very painful look on my face but yeah <laughs> I like try not to get discouraged but I think a lot of people in this industry and I wouldn't even really consider myself in the industry yet but seriously I think too many people are so discouraged when they don't have overnight success mm-hmm. and they just drop it and they're just like well that flopped that's not true. I mean, you can work at mm. something for three years, four years, five years, and you never know, like, I could explode next year. Yeah. And it could be like, all this time was worth it. But it's like, I and won't. if you don't, you still I are doing still things do you it care the about. way that I like to do yeah. it. Yeah. Because Lauren and I had an episode like a season or two ago, but where we talked about the business of influencing. And like, yes. before I met you, I only had this one perception of it, which is not bad, but it's like, girls in like cute trendy outfits and it's a lot of like bachelorette nation goes from the show and then they all have the same sponsors and they're all wearing like the same like princess polly or like whatever you know and those things are not bad but you just see it and sometimes it felt like it was all the same type of girl or that it didn't have a lot of like depth to it and they're all a size double zero a size extra small which is fine Fine, but it's just that's not realistic for everybody and i think when i met lauren and started hanging out with you more I appreciate that you you care a lot about community and you care a lot about like homemaking or just like 
bringing people together because a lot of the things you focus on you have you share like recipes you also talk about your book club you share about the things you and Preston are doing so it feels like I'm really getting to see you because I know you and everything that you share is the same something I would say it's the same Lauren that I'm sitting and talking to right now it's the same Lauren that I see when we go to bar well I don't do that anymore I don't either (laughs) (laughs) but it's like you're the same person and so I think the way that you share and grow like maybe it's slower but it's more real and I think that that is a going to be something that benefits you in the long run yeah I hope so and like we said if I never explode this honestly is my hobby and yes I'm always working behind the scenes constantly to try to explode but if I don't I love like the community that I already have because I dm at least like five people a day like conversations about something that I've shared or something that they've shared Mm -hmm. and honestly like I feel like it's a great amount where I can keep up with it now and like really know who's following me and like who I follow and we have super deep connections. So if it never blows up, it's still a hobby, just like the podcast. Like if this never, you know, reaches like crime junkie levels, it's <laughs> fine because we love it's like it. We would love for something like that to happen. But at the same time, I think the why behind why we do it yeah. and then the care that we put into it, I think that that matters. So if it continues to grow because people like the stupid reels we make that are very realistic to our personalities and then you like to hang around because you think we have some wisdom or fun to share, wonderful. But if not, it's really not that big of a deal. Yeah. And we even talked about this last week, but we also are just trying, well, I am trying to just be better about not realize, not I'm trying to be better about remembering that I'm not in this on my own. Like I have Preston who is always helping me. Mm -hmm. You're always helping me. My mom is always helping me. And then I also had this realization a couple of weeks ago that I had never prayed to God and been like, hey, (laughs) hey God, you know how those memes where they're like, tell me you're in a sorority without telling me you're in a sorority. Hey dad, (laughs) when you start a prayer or something. (laughs) But I had never just prayed and been like, if you want to give me this platform for a reason, I'm going to keep working at it. And if you want me to do it, like I need to put you into it more and more, like even behind the scenes, Mm -hmm. not behind the scenes. I had never done that. I had never been like, help me grow this platform if it's for your will. And I did that like a couple of weeks ago. I had that realization. And now like I've tried to incorporate it daily into my life, like, what do I need to share today for someone who's following me to need it or to feel better? Yeah. And not even in a faith sense, but honestly, just in like... Sometimes it can just be a message or a motivational uh, yeah. It doesn't have to be faith-based. Yeah. It can honestly just be like comforting-based, and mm-hmm. then that can help them like in their faith, potentially. So I have been doing that. And then it's crazy because like that's when I hit 1,000 followers. That's when the Hyatt Place reached out. Like the AR workshop opportunity popped up. So I'm not saying like, oh, that's God's sign that I'm supposed to be doing this. That's not what I'm saying. But it was like a little nudge of like, okay, thank you for coming to me. Like I am glad that you did that kind of thing. No, that makes sense because, I mean, God's not – let me pray for like prosperity and then all of a sudden it happens. Yes. But I think when you realign kind of like – the pat the purpose behind that's why a good you're way to put something. it i had been unaligned yeah with because him. honestly lauren before we started doing this podcast so for if you are newer around here when lauren and i started doing this i am very much a everything has to be perfect before i like unleash it out into the world kind of person i did not want us to start when we started i was trying to get her to delay a us month. starting by like a literal month and she scoffed at me and said why do you want to wait so long but i was so nervous about putting my voice out there my opinion out there 
because we're so Lauren is much more of the influencer in like a traditional sense I am not I do not consider myself that but I just like to write and like post my musings on the internet and then if it sticks or somebody feels like they learned something from it great and so I had been writing throughout college. I haven't been doing it very consistently lately, which is something I get you frustrated with myself for. You got a little bit back for. into it, though, this Yeah, month. I'm trying to get back into it, but the season of busyness is not really helping. But I always felt like I wanted to share these hard seasons I was going through because I would always have someone reach out and be like, I really appreciated that. I've struggled with this, too, like every single time I was posting something. And so when Lauren and I started this, it was kind of like, okay, we want this to be something that people feel like, okay, I'm not alone in this, but also they make me feel happier. They give me joy when maybe I'm struggling with it. Because Lauren and I have listened to podcasts or read books or whatever, and they have helped bring light when we're struggling with something. And so before we got started, I remember being like, okay, God, like if I'm going to talk about these vulnerable things or talk about my opinion or like share a story that was hard for me to deal with, I it just I hope that somebody who needs to hear it hears it. Help and me it not be afraid to, be to say perfect. it because our first season was a lot more personal anecdotes so that we could let people know like what our deal was, who we were, kind of like getting you geared up for like okay, this is where we're coming Girl's from. Girls not in now every you can episode. see like where we're yeah. going from here, and so you can have a better understanding of who Lauren and I are. And that was hard for me because I didn't I don't like exposing my true thoughts and feelings about things yes, for everyone. Yes, and we got pretty real like in the first season. Yeah. We always are real, but we, we it was talked so about, personal. Yeah, more personal Stuff things. we had never said to people outside of our core friend group. Yeah, and so it's kind of that same idea. It's like I sometimes struggle. Like lately, I feel like some of my emotional mental burnout is because I feel like I've kind of gotten misaligned and not necessarily like I don't I feel like all the time I'm doing things or like making a decision or if I do something wrong I correct myself because I'm like okay I don't feel like I'm living out of my faith or I'm not reflecting this value that I feel like I say is important to me or I make decisions and I thank God for things but I feel like I've I've been misaligned lately too so it's kind of one of those things of like okay I feel anxious about this upcoming season why like I'm equipped to handle it he'll be with me through it why am I worried about it yes exactly we're like my job for the next month is probably going to be I follow men's tennis at the University of Tennessee they're probably about to go and play for a national championship and I'm so nervous that I'm going to screw it up that I'm not going to press the record button that my video is going to suck that I'm not going to catch the right moment and then I'm going to be traveling doing that with them for like potentially two weeks and then also be doing tournaments here and I'm, I'm so anxious about it but it's like what you just said I have to remember okay he's given me this opportunity for a reason because when I came to school here I came to Tennessee to work where I work now. I somehow, he gave me that opportunity to get there when I was not in the best mental state to be searching for jobs or like putting myself out there and being brave. And then I'm looking at the work that I've been doing lately and it's like, he has given me this opportunity to go shoot SEC teams, edit videos with a professional editing software and I look at what I was doing when I was a senior in high school and I thought I was the ish, you guys. I was editing stuff Ken on Burns. iMovie and it was, I thought I was Ken Burns. I did. And it is not that good <laughs> because I have a lot of these videos private in on my YouTube account now that nobody's ever going to see. And it's funny because it's like, he's given me all of these resources and opportunities to grow in the exact, in the exact thing I came here for. Like, yeah. He will get me where I need to be. I do not need to be anxious or worry about this. So that alignment makes so much sense to me because I've yeah. been struggling with it too. So maybe that means I'll get to shoot a national championship. I don't know. Or it means I won't press the record button <laughs> and I will live through it and it'll be fine. But didn't you talk about like an interview <laughs> shutdown kind of experience last week too, kind of relating oh, with your job? Yeah, I did. So for me, my job I know can be like kind of confusing to explain, but I work both in broadcast and 
shooting, editing, post-production, typical post-production. But I've decided to stay where I'm working next year to be an intern one more year so that I can focus on just doing the broadcast side of things because with the opportunities I've been given, like I've been a college student working essentially right next to ESPN full-time employees for like four years. And so that is such a privileged opportunity and if I step out of it it will be very very hard to jump back into it in the yeah. future almost impossible and so I want to stay and I want to get reps on the positions I've learned so that I can maybe try to be a producer or a graphics operator full-time so I saw a position at ESPN that was a graphics operator job in Bristol and I just went ahead and applied Not for Virginia. it yeah in Connecticut <laughs> um and I went ahead and applied for it and I didn't think I would get it I, I don't have that much like arrogance in myself to be like I would get <laughs> that's this not job. even arrogant that's just... <laughs> but I think that I deserved an interview because I met every qualification on there I've and had then some. yeah I've had three to five years of experience I know the software they needed you to use I know people in the building like I my my boss told a guy from ESPN that comes to our control room all the time that I was applying and he said oh let me know who she interviews with so like he thought I would at least certain. get through um, and I got an email like three days later, it was very quick, that said, thank you for applying, we're moving on in the process. So my feelings were not really hurt. I was not sad, but I was a little frustrated because I was like, what do I need to do? Like, why am I staying here if I'm going to try and pursue this and I'm yeah. not even getting an interview when I'm already qualified for it? And I, my one of my best friends at work who I just consider a mentor, her name is Stacia, like I talked to her about this and she was frustrated by it. But what's funny is I went into the office the next morning, Stacia wasn't there, but one of our colleagues, Tom, who really helped train me and kind of helped me become really good at what I'm doing now. Um, I kind of explained this to him and he just looked at me like aghast, like he looked mad and he just kind of this is not normal for him, but he just kind of turned around and was like very wise and serious all of a sudden and said, you know, Allison, I think that that's probably a good thing. Like, I know you hate to hear this, but everything happens for a reason. And I feel like God just doesn't need you there right now. And I just kind of was really shocked that he He's said that. He's not the kind of person who would say not, that. Not to be just like flat out, tell me why he thinks not flat out just like tell me how he sees me in such a positive light like he'll joke around with me and I know that he sees me that way but he just kept talking and saying you know you have all those qualifications yes but you have so much more than that and he just kind of gestured out we have this like big community table that all the students work at that work in our office and he just kind of pointed at it and said you know I see how like fun how much fun you guys have out there a group of students has never had that much fun together you have so many interpersonal skills that they cannot put on a resume yeah and I just think everywhere that you go there's good vibes so I think the reason you're not supposed to be there you'll find that you'll find it out eventually or you won't but I think that there's so much more to you than that job and I looked down and he was like why are you laughing and I was like I'm not Tom I'm trying not to cry just give me a second <laughs> because I do like being in the office where I've been I've really loved the opportunity of like getting to mentor students this year, getting yeah. to say hello, getting to go and see how they're doing and help them with their positions and be a teacher, which is something I never would have thought I wanted to do because I'm not always great about communicating things I know how to do in my head out loud. And him saying that was just kind of like, a, okay, I think staying here is the right choice, but maybe it's for a different reason yeah, than I'm thinking. Yeah, than you think. And so, you know, there, there are chances that maybe I could stay where I'm at there. Maybe there's not, but I think 
regardless that that was a reminder of like I want to stay and do this because I know that I can but there's more to me than just a job qualification it's about the people yeah the people skills and like that is where it comes back to my alignment of my faith like where you're talking about with trying to be an influencer for me it's like I want to make sure that I'm reflecting Jesus and the things that I do every day and sometimes I have a crisis in that because I'm like I literally work in a sports control room how can I do that but when someone tells me that they see light where I show up in a room I don't see that in myself because I'm very critical of myself so it was nice to hear like I feel like I'm doing the work God has intended for me and maybe it's not going to be the way it's I not think. in these like big ways but, but it's in these small it's everyday. in a way that matters and so yeah I it's it was weird to like get a no but I also dealt with it very quickly because it was like you know there's a bigger purpose for this yeah. so it's okay that I got a no because I've gotten no's on many jobs this year none of them have hurt my feelings the SPM one did frustrate me a little bit but like I said yeah it's for a reason I know. I think we're going to... So the episode we were going to do in place of this one, like the first one, was about insecurity and Mm -hmm. just insecurity emotionally, physically, all of that. And this season has just been so difficult and so hard for us. We... It just wasn't a good time to kind of do an episode like that. But we do want to do an episode at some point about like how to handle these busy seasons. And then maybe in a different episode, I think we honestly need to talk about like imposter syndrome, identity crisis, (laughs) like experiences because I know I've talked to you about it before but just like I am I so easily like put myself in an identity box like oh when I was in high school I was skinny that was my identity and now like coming to terms with that like I feel like we just need an episode where we talk about like these little things because I know so much of us like so much of our struggles I feel like go back to imposter syndrome identity you know qualms that we have sometimes with ourselves so We'll definitely do that. <laughs> the inner workings of turning into an adult and the growth yes. you go through are tough. And yes. I don't know that it gets talked about enough in a candid way. I think a lot of people are really good about reflecting back on it. But one thing I feel like we are good about is saying, like, no, we're in the middle of it. And we, of course, Lauren and I have grown through a lot of things. But yeah. I think there's a lot of things we're still in the middle of trying to figure out, which hopefully is helpful to some of you out there. Yeah. And like at the beginning of the episode, you were like, you guys probably don't think we have it all together. But sometimes I do think some people on Instagram think that I do have it all together because I love to put oh, for sure. beautiful things <laughs> out there. And I will... I'll post something that says like, Hey, I'm not doing great mentally this week. Like I had a really hard week and people will message and be like, when I see you, I only see like amazing Betty Crocker Mm -hmm. type person who has it all together. This perfect wife, like this perfect house, perfect daughter, et cetera. And it's farther. It couldn't be farther from the truth. Some weeks. Because I don't think you do it in the intent to like not be honest. I think it's like you don't want to share the, you don't want to be a downer, but you also want to share the things you're excited about. So it's not like an intentional, I'm just going to act like I've got it all together. I think it's just more of a, I was excited about these cookies because the rest of my day sucked. So nobody's going to see that part of it. You would literally have no idea that I could post these cookies and 30 minutes before that I've had an emotionally like... I've had a mental breakdown and you would have no idea, but like those cookies are the only thing bringing me joy today. Exactly what you said. Like that's such a good way. That's not today. I get it. But yeah, I, I think everyone needs to remember 
that we are all trying to create a beautiful presence online. Like even yeah. if you're real and open and honest all the time, to some degree, you're always thinking like, I want this to look good. Like I want to put my best photo on the front. I want the filter to be just right. Most of us are doing that, whether you think you are or not. So just remember, literally everyone's Instagram is a highlight reel. I know people say that all the time, but <laughs> it's just such a good reminder. I feel like I can't put it out there enough because sometimes those comments like, I don't know how you have so much time to read, like those really hurt me because I'm reading because I can't handle like the real world. So I'm reading <laughs> to escape to My a different world. My mom literally asked me this week. She's like, how does she read so fast? And not in like a negative no, way, but in like no an amazement. No one asks it in a negative way. It's not like I'm mad at anybody who has asked me that, but it hurts because I'm just like, I'm reading because I am. I need to cope. I need to cope. And this is the only way I can cope right now because I don't want to be in my life at the moment. So, I mean, I don't feel that way like all the time, but I will feel that way sometimes. And reading like helps mm -hmm. me escape. Well, I'm rereading The Nightingale by Kristen Hanna right now. So it makes me very glad for my life after I'm done reading it. <laughs> yeah. um, but I will say, so this is kind of related to that. But when I was at work on Thursday, so I... I specifically told this person that I needed to do, or we were scheduling an interview for a tennis player, and I specifically said, can we please not do Thursday? I have to work a broadcast on Thursday night, because we had a baseball game that was on TV, and I haven't worked a TV baseball game in a long time. So when I say TV, that just means it's like on national TV, and it's not just streamed on a streaming platform. Um, and I, when I have to go back and do something that I haven't done work-wise in like over a month, I get yeah. really anxious about it. And I wanted all of this extra time to prepare because even though the game's at 7.30 PM, I needed to get started at like 11 AM to get everything done. And so then of course this interview gets scheduled at like 12 PM. So I, and on a day when nobody's in the office, there's like three people there. And the two, one of the two people is my friend Stacia, who was producing, who had way more stuff to do than me. And so I go into the office, I'm stressed because nobody's there. I'm having to set up an interview setup, which of all the things I've learned to do this year, lighting and setting up an interview setup is literally it's the hard. hardest thing. And I just feel like I never do it right. And I'm setting all this up and nobody's offering to help me. And so someone came over and asked like, Hey, can you help me do an interview setup tomorrow morning? And it, I was not frustrated with her. I was not mad at her all but I just had this like deer in the headlights look and said uh yeah I guess so and I kind of said it in a short way and then my boss Stacia came over because I was like can you please sit in the chair I need to fix the lighting and I don't know what to do and so I was doing something and she said are you sure that you did this right and I just walked away and I started crying <laughs> and I was like Stacia, I'm so sorry I will be okay in a minute but I just am very frustrated it's been a long week a lot of crap happened yesterday and I just I just this this interview is killing me and I just am stressed and she just came patting me on the shoulder she's like are you gonna be okay do you need me to walk away and I was like no I'll be fine she said there's tissues in my office <laughs> so I went and got one she helped me with the setup everything was fine but it was just you know everything was fine I did the interview then I come out later and like I'm talking with everybody at the table joking around everything's fine I said I apologized to the girl that I was like listen I was not trying to be short I'm sorry I was very flustered yeah and I, you she just probably caught didn't me off guard. anything about and it she's like no you're fine like I don't think she even noticed that something was off but because I wasn't being like yeah sure like, I can't wait to help you I'm yeah. so excited to set up more lights tomorrow <laughs> um but I in that night I had one of the best games that I've had in a long time yeah. and I, so I was in a good mood later but it's like even that switch of like there are so many things going on, but just this one little thing can 
just kind of like make the dam burst in a way. Yes. And so I was in, I was at that point and I feel like emotionally still I'm kind of there because I just feel like I need a mental break from like some work things, but it's okay. Today has been a mental break, which is nice, but it's the same concept of like, even at work, you can think that someone has it all yeah. together because you weren't there this morning when no one was in the office. I was setting this up alone and I was on the verge of tears for like an hour and a half. Yes. So exactly. Like the, my coworkers had no idea that I was crying in my office for 20 minutes. No yeah. clue. Because it's the same, the imposter syndrome too. Because it's like, I see these people doing these things all the time, like setting up interviews yeah. and lighting their camera correctly. I literally, guys, so there's these things on nicer cameras called ND filters. And an ND filter is basically just like a big light blocker so that if you're going to take something and shoot football outside, it takes a lot of the light out so that it's not way overexposed. And I could not figure out why my interview was so dark. And I finally got it figured out. And then in the middle of my interview, I realized that the ND filter was on. There's like a thing in the screen that tells you that it's on. And I was like, I was setting this up for an hour. And I just realized two minutes into this interview that this thing was on. And so it's just like, it makes you feel stupid because it's just little mistakes that once you make them, you'll never make them again. Right. But you feel so dumb. And Lauren, I don't know how you feel about this in your job because yours is a very different field kind of well we're in like a similar field I guess but yours is very different because you're in like an office and you're working in a way that I think is like more traditionally professional where mine is like quote-unquote professional but we're in media so it's like the vibe is a little bit more casual but I I feel intimidated all the time by the people around me because I work with people that make like mini documentaries they're Emmy nominated they're like they've been in the industry for 20 years and know about color grading and like cinematography styles and I'm like I don't even know how to change I don't know what the difference in the frame rate of this versus this is and so I'm always learning which is something that I'm remembering to be grateful for because none of them care that I don't know as much as them they want to teach um but I had this moment where I just like a week ago was feeling like I didn't know enough about what I was doing and then I had someone from an old friend like reach out to me kind of out of the blue and was like hey like I have to learn premiere for my job and I don't really know where to start do you have any advice on how I can right. start and I remember seeing that because it's like someone that has and I it's someone who has editing experience and someone that I would have looked at and been like, I can't believe you're asking me for help on this. Because you have it all. It seems like they have it, have all, it all together. together. And I feel like and I don't know, know what I'm everything. doing. And I just kind of sat there and I was like, you know, I think I need to remember, like, it's okay that I don't know what I'm doing and I don't have to have it all together because to someone else, I look like I'm doing a lot. I don't want to put that vibe out there. I don't want to be like, I'm so professional. Know exactly yeah, what but I'm you doing. know more than you knew yesterday and the yes. day before because you're always learning. Exactly. So uh, the imposter syndrome too, I've been there, but I don't know how different that would scope up for me versus you, but I can't imagine that it's very different for you. It's very different in the fact that no one around me has like won an Emmy or anything, (laughs) but I see that in, you know, there's, I have like clients and they will ask me something and I'm like, that is not my decision to make. So I'll move it up the ladder. And then sometimes it gets moved up the ladder. And I tell Preston all the time, I don't want to ever have the job that my boss has who has to make these tough decisions. I could never do that. How Mm. does she make those decisions all the time and like sleep well at night? Because I make these tiny decisions every day and then I worry about them. Like at night, is this going to come back to haunt me like three months from now? (laughs) I do that too. (laughs) And I, you know, will just always try to like deflect decisions to the boss who's directly above me. And she'll be like, Lauren, this is a decision that you can make. And here's how 
how I'm going to kind of enable you to be confident in this decision. So I get exactly what you're saying because I'm like, I could never be that kind of decision maker. But my boss is every day being like, no, Lauren, you know what you need to say to this. So just do it or say it. So I get it in some ways. But then luckily, I'm not surrounded by Emmy winners. (laughs) Thankfully, I'm learning a lot from them. So it's okay. Um, but oh, they're just nominated. I think I don't want to oh. put credit where credit's not. Due. I mean, not yeah. But well, either they way, probably deserve them because they're really good at what they do. Either way. <laughs> well, that is basically the conversation Lauren and I had. We kind of hit the highlights. I don't. It wasn't exactly the same, but like we said earlier, just it's been kind of a tough season. Not in the sense that anything is bad or anything is wrong. Yeah, we don't want you to leave this episode <laughs> being like worried about us. I can see kind of how you would be. But. <laughs> I think it's more of we've been in a rut and yeah. we want to own up to that because yeah. anyway, we've been in a rut. I was trying to give a personal anecdote about how I went home this weekend and I completely forgot what the anecdote was. But anyway, don't worry about us. Everything's fine. But we also just want you guys to know that we're in the same boat. Yeah. Um, and so because of that, in all honesty, I looked at the weeks coming ahead and I told Lauren, I know that I'm not going to be able to do the podcast for a couple weeks, more so because with the sports climate that we have for the next month with like regionals and then NCAAs and then for tennis, softball and baseball, yeah, I'm going to be very busy and I know Lauren is busy as well. Um, so that doesn't mean we're not doing anything anymore, but we're no. going to do like a mid-season break. We haven't done a mid-season break before really other than just a week, but we I need think, a break. And I think you guys will appreciate yes. the break as um, well. So we are still going to be hanging around. We'll still be trying to do stuff on Instagram. We'll probably try and make some reels or something yeah. so that you can. Cause we'll still be so hanging out. We're still going to be hanging out and keeping up with us and. Uh, kind of like planning for when we do come back because we have yeah. some episodes we're excited about but some of them also do involve a little bit more planning and if we can get through the next couple of weeks Lauren and I will both kind of have a little bit of a so we'll still be working but it'll the be more of a weight will be of off summer. of our chest yeah. and we can be ourselves again yeah. like we can be not shells of human <laughs> beings like we kind of currently are <laughs> and we have some fun ideas that will just take a little bit more prep and that way we don't yes. feel like we're skimping on our episodes or on anyone who enjoys the kind of episodes that we yeah. do where it's less of a conversation and more of kind of like a fun something different episode right we will miss coming and doing this and miss you guys every single week until we come back but i think it's for the best it'll be a better podcast you will enjoy the podcast more and we will enjoy doing it more yes so still hang out with us we're still going to be around um just taking a couple weeks off because allison will her mental sanity on editing videos all during the day and then editing a podcast at night um, and being out of town the next three weekends is going to be really tough. So I appreciate you guys uh, being here. Uh, and before we do go for our little break, of course, Lauren and I are going to pick a positive, fun, exciting thing to leave you with. Maybe we can keep doing the one of the week on the Instagram oh, yeah, let's do during that. the break. I, I think like we that. should do that. We'll pick like a, we'll do it on Tuesdays okay, while yeah. we're gone. It'll be like and a way And we'll for... post it on Instagram so you can like feel like what we're up to without listening so we'll get some recommendations of fun things to yeah consume in the meantime so uh i will leave you guys with a treat for the one of the week which is our favorite thing that we're enjoying this week i actually have two so that way you can have more things to yeah look and be excited about um the first one is not really new 
but it is the soundtrack for Anastasia the Musical, which oh, I've been rediscovering on Spotify. I little known fact about me, I actually can sing, and I'm not saying that to be like I can sing everybody. I <laughs> am amazing. Invite me to sing the national anthem at all your events. No. I just I like to sing in my car alone where no one can hear me. And I've been singing that uh, when I did drive home yesterday or I was at home yesterday. I was listening to that driving around and I just it's such a good soundtrack. So if you like stuff like that, yeah. that's my recommendation. But I know that musicals are not everybody's cup of tea so the other thing that I listened to that I really really enjoyed is the podcast the bible binge and so I know you guys have heard me talk about the podcast before which is my favorite podcast I think it's one of those podcasts that inspires the way that I want to approach the show which is helpful because it's different yeah. than Lauren's vibe so it's kind of like we bring two different sets of shows in to blend together for our own um, but the bible binge is by the podcast media group they cover a lot of different things so some of their episodes are about bible stories or about writers or apostles or like certain gospels whatever but they also do episodes called faith adjacent where they talk about something that's related to christian culture and kind of evaluate it through that lens or they my the episode that i'm going to recommend is a show that they do called favored or forsaken and so they look at something you told me about that yeah they look at something and then kind of say you know it through our eyes as Christians who have been Christians for a long time, like, do we believe that this is favorite and or forsaken? And isn't it kind of a joke sometimes? It's not really. So, like, it's more of, like, a farcical idea for okay. an episode, but they actually evaluate something and then say, like, do I believe that in God's eyes this would be favorite or forsaken? And they are upfront about the fact that, like, we do not know. We are not God. We cannot judge that for our for for him. And they also, I would say these episodes are a little bit more of, like, they're really evaluating things in Christian culture. So I think it would ruffle some feathers oh, in the okay. wrong capacity. I was going to say, like, what are some examples? So one water. of the examples that I listened to was, like, Christian colleges, which that one was oh, kind of funny because yeah. two of the three of them went to Christian colleges. So they talk about, like, dating culture. They talk yeah. about, like, curfews and things That's like that. That's interesting to me. Um, I listened to one today on Dave Ramsey. And then I listened to one <laughs> yesterday oh, on why people leave the church. And that was very interesting. I because, need to listen to this. And so I think if you are a practicing Christian, I think it's a very interesting episode. Even if you're not, I think it's an interesting thing to evaluate because what I appreciate about the host is that they will actually talk about something and kind of like critique it. Because I think as Christians, it's part of your job to evaluate your leadership and evaluate your faith so that you are staying aligned with it kind of like what we talked about yeah. earlier and so those episodes are fun but they're just a little they do like research and give like would Preston like it maybe you okay. guys can check it out sometime if you don't I won't be offended but it's the bible binge in general and they just have a couple different like, episode couple types things. that they do okay. but the one I listened to on Christian colleges I'll send because that one was a little bit funnier and then uh, I think the you send it to my friend Adam because he went to Liberty oh yeah yeah he probably would enjoy yeah it. but so a podcast and then a musical soundtrack so hope you guys enjoy those I will also do two because I'm gonna do the one that I put in last week that okay. nobody ever got to hear and then I'm gonna do a new one but my one from last week was Jax of Knoxville right mm. That yes. was it last week. Yes, okay. I think so. I'm like asking you to like confirm my one of the week. Sorry. <laughs> I know you're obsessed with me. So I know you don't remember. Yeah, I remember I'm that from joking. your Terminator audio. <laughs> <laughs> so Jack's of Knoxville is, um, they have two locations. One is on Gay Street, like in the 100 block. And then one is on Central. I'm talking about the one on Central because the one on Gay Street is more just like a shop. And they mm-hmm. have coffee there for sale and then the one on central is like a true coffee shop but they also have enough room to have like the shop items too but it's more of a coffee shop if that makes sense it's almost like shop and coffee and they're kind of switched for like the two locations so you can really really pick 
what you want. And they have matcha and they have like a bunch of plants and the vibe is so good. It's amazing. So if you are like finding yourself in Knoxville near Broadway central area, you should go. And then my one for this week is Shadow and Bone, the book number one. Um, It's my first time reading it. I haven't read like the second or the third one, so don't tell me anything that happens after the first one. But Allison actually was like, hey, would you want to watch the show on Netflix? Mm -hmm. And I said yes, because I had been wanting to read it. And so Allison let me borrow her Kindle, which I know that that goes against like paying (laughs) authors for their work. I don't even know. I think Lee Bardugo is doing just fine. (laughs) That's true. That's true. So I read it and I am very skeptical on fantasy. Like it has to be Mm -hmm. the right setting for me to like a fantasy book and this was it I loved it it's young adult but me and Allison have talked about before how young adult books write up so you get like the not do or die themes but then you get like writing up I'm sorry I started thinking about the meme you put on our Instagram today that was like when you were 11 did you write like the first part of your trilogy and then put it in a drawer and forget about it and that just made me laugh I did that when I was 21 but that's fine well I want to read it I think you should put it out so yeah that is Shadow and Bone so if you've heard of it or Mm -hmm. seen it around which you probably have because it's been around for a bit but it's just Mm -hmm. been recently like re-exploded that's the magic of Netflix it is worth your time I I really want Preston to read it too actually because I think he would like it well Maybe you can get him to before we watch the show and then we can do a yes. big watch party. Unless he doesn't care. And I'm then you and I so can just watch it. I'm so excited to see what the Darkling looks like. I have not looked at anything so about the show. I haven't <laughs> even looked at the trailer. I haven't looked at pictures. I haven't either. The whole time I was reading it, I wanted to look up like um, Shadow and Bone, you know, like the costumes or something from the show. But I have, I want to go into it like with a fresh approach. So we're excited. We're going to watch it and we'll tell you guys how it goes. All right, everybody. So we will see you back here soon. Stay in touch with us on Nice to Have a Friend pod on Instagram. Yeah. And in the meantime, just look for fun stuff from us. We'll share our ones of the weeks on Tuesday. And we will see you guys back here in a couple weeks. Just stay tuned because we'll give updates on when we're coming back. But we're pretty sure it will be that first week of June. Yes. So in the meantime, we hope that this podcast and all of our other episodes that you can go download on any spot, on any platform that you want. Leave us a rating or a review by the time we come back. That would be awesome. And we will see you guys soon. But this has been Nice to Have a Friend. Lauren and Allison signing off for a little bit and we will see you guys why do I feel emotional I don't know (laughs) don't feel emotional it's okay it's because you and I are burnt out that's why we feel emotional we're not sure what's happening (laughs) okay on that note on that note bye Bye. guys